Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. In this podcast, you'll learn actionable strategies to deal with infertility from Dr. Michael Chapman, or Prof as he's affectionately known. Prof is the co-founder of IVF Australia and is a leading Australian infertility specialist who has helped over 3,000 couples realise their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. That first cry of a baby born after the long journey of IVF remains one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. As an obstetrician and an IVF specialist, I've had the privilege of experiencing this over many thousands of times in my long career, but I still remain moved by each baby's first cry. It signifies the end of a long journey and the beginning of a new life. This is Professor Michael Chapman, co-founder of IVF Australia and host of the IVF Journey podcast. Thanks for tuning in. To access all the previous episodes, head over to my website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. You'll also be able to find the various services that we provide at IVF Australia. Today we're going to talk about fertility preservation. What's that mean? Is it something we want to do? Should you do it? Should you try to preserve your fertility beyond what nature currently allows? This has become a hot topic recently because of the improvements in technology in relation to freezing eggs. In a previous podcast, talked about elective egg freezing, but there's more to fertility preservation than just preserving eggs. We can attempt to push back time. What we are dealing with is the decline in fertility that occurs when a woman reaches her mid-30s. Just reminding you that at 30, the odds of falling pregnant on your own in one cycle is around 15 to 20%, if assuming everything's normal. By 35, it's probably still 15%. By 40, it has dropped to less than 10%. And by 45 is probably less than 2 or 3% per cycle. So that decline is determined predominantly by the eggs, the quality of the eggs, the competence of that egg once it's released to create a pregnancy. And to do that, it has to have an intact chromosome set. And with age, aberrations of that chromosome set become much, much more frequent. And that probably explains most of the slowdown in fertility rates that occurs with age. So, can we step in and halt the process? And the answer to that is no. That ageing process seems to be a fairly fixed phenomenon. 
keeping those eggs normal beyond chronological age is not something we can manipulate. There are some possibilities on the horizon and certainly in mice given certain vitamins or chemicals we can produce good fertility rates in older mice once we treat them with these medications but they are not human and certainly there's no human treatment which improves or delays fertility degeneration with age. So the other option is to have children early and certainly our grandparents probably did that. Mostly they had their children in their 20s so they didn't have to worry about the deterioration in egg quality. In fact it's probably why the human evolved to have a menopause so early in life because if we went back through time if women could keep having babies until they were old women, A, they would have had vast tribes of children, which would have un overrun the world by now, and B, physically, pregnancy is a very demanding event on a woman's physiology, and we would have had women dying from childbirth much more frequently if they were having babies in the 50s and 60s. So we probably did adapt over time, evolve over time, for the ovaries not to be necessary after the age of 40. If we're not going to have children in, the, in your 20s because you're studying or it's not the right time or you haven't found Mr. Right or you've got a career to deal with, can you step in and create a situation where you've got young eggs that are held in limbo or young embryos that are held in limbo until you want to have a baby. Now technology provides that opportunity. If you're a young married couple in your late 20s and you're not going to have children because you're building a business, you need to be available to do that, you're building your career. What you can do is go through an IVF cycle, create embryos that have a high chance of success and put them on ice for five or ten years till you're ready to go. It's certainly being done. I know of two or three women who've, or couples who've just made that decision, knowing that later on in life, if they left it, they'd have a lower chance of getting pregnant. These are career women whose life would be totally changed if they had children. Some people call that selfish, but some people say it's just using modern technology to fit in with one's life expectations. For those that don't have a partner, Egg freezing is the other option, and certainly today, with the vitrification technology, a frozen egg now has the same chance of success as a fresh egg. And so if you freeze eggs at 30, when you come to use them when you're 40, the odds of pregnancy are going to be the same as if you were 30. You'd, you've basically beaten nature. The only problem is it's not guaranteed. We talk about a 50% chance of conception that means 50% don't make it. But at 30, you only need eight eggs in the freezer to give a 50% chance of a pregnancy. To demonstrate how much eggs deteriorate, it's been calculated that you need 100 eggs if you're 40 to give you that 50% chance of a pregnancy. So freezing eggs is another way of preserving fertility. 
The other issue in terms of deteriorating fertility is your health and the way you deal with lifestyle. There is quite clear evidence, for instance, that cigarette smoking brings menopause at least two years earlier than non-smokers. We know that smoking reduces fertility rates at a particular age by something in the order of 5 to 10%. So not smoking is going to preserve your fertility. Obesity and alcohol in excess also reduce fertility by producing abnormal eggs and an abnormal environment in which an embryo will be introduced. So a lifestyle that is not consistent with fertility needs to be changed. You can do your own things without having to spend thousands of dollars on egg freezing or embryo freezing. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.